Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast with me, Monty Walden. My guest today is Paolo Bartoloni, who is the owner of Lecce Mate. And Lecce Mate is a winery in the Montefalco region of Umbria in central Italy. Paolo, welcome. Thank you. I'm very happy to stay here with you and to describe my winery and my job. I'll give you three words. Just give it, give it in three words and we can finish the interview. <laughs> No, no, no. We start about the name, the name of Lecimate, because it's very strange for the foreign people, because can mean the climate. Some people confuse with the, the climate, while it's not. Lecimate means the top of the hill, because we are situated on the top, in this beautiful hill near Montefalco. The property comes from the Vatican City. Really? Yeah. My grandfather bought the land in 1992, 28 hectares come from church and then uh, become private property in 92 of course and uh, in this period uh, my grandfather uh, started to plant the, the vineyard 11 hectares and uh, we grow up grow up a little bit per year and now we, we have 23 hectares in production 17 production and six very new just planted in march and what was your, what was your grandfather called paolo mm-hmm. bartoloni and your dad gianni gianni paolo giovanni paolo secondo Okay. The old Pope. Okay. All right. We can talk about. We can talk about the church. So really, it was it was church land. Your 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 vineyard. Yeah. yeah. Was it well maintained? A little piece of, of land uh, was called uh, Santa Chiara. Santa Chiara is the saint of the Montefalco. Okay. So we have this appellation in our land. We are very happy. Have you got one of the highest vineyards here then? How high is that? 400 meters. Montefalco, 440 meters. Montefalco town. So I am one of the, uh, of the top hill around here because in our land we have also the mountain. My soil is clay, clay, and uh, so we can preserve the water. Water because we cannot irrigation, we cannot help in our area for the legislation. It's the grape. So uh, if we have the clay soil, uh, we can have more water during the, the summer. How easy is Sacrantino to grow? Is it easy in the vineyard? Is it very vigorous? Is it not too much? Not too much because we have uh, seven tons per hectare normally. But do you reduce the yield at pruning? Or is it just natural? In some vintages, yes. Not this year, because this year and made by nature. With the frost and the dry summer, we lose 40-45% of the product. Sagrantino, normally 7 tons per hectare, this year 4. When we say this year, we're talking about 2017. 17 uh, was amazing about uh, the power, the sweety of tannin. So it was quite right, the tannins were quite right. Yes, absolutely. With the 15... uh, with the 12 is one of the most rounded tannin. So all hot vintages 12, 15 and 17. While the other vintages is quite a bit different with more difficult about too much water. So what about winemaking? When you get your Sagrantino grapes into the winery obviously it's a very tannic or can be a very tannic grape variety. What are you doing in the winery to soften those tannins? I built my winery in 2011. So we start with the grape in 1992 uh, but we build the new winery in 2011 so we are one of the most modern so we can help more the white wine with the technology with the cold system uh, touchscreen 
while for the red we must use a best best oak in the market we need to respect the soil the plant the harvest we use 20 employees and pick everything and pick white and red so which white grape variety are you talking about Grichetto, Spoletino no Trebbiano Spoletino mm-hmm. no Grichetto because I I was born in, in 2011 with a new brand new winery so consider that in Umbria there are 235 producers of Grichetto so why I, why add one more why exactly So I start to produce immediately one Vermentino. I'm the first producer in Vermentino in Montefalco. Then uh, I choose to put two different uh, grapes like Viognier and Chardonnay to produce a more drinkable wine. I consider it an entry-level wine. And then uh, Tribbiano Spoletino. I believe a lot in, in this grape. My grandfather believe a lot. I, I would like to, to spend another words about my grandfather. That he has been the president of the cooperative Spoleto Ducale for 24 years. And my grandfather has been the president of this cooperative and uh, he know very well about this grape, Sagrantino, Trebbiano Spoletino. And so we invest uh, the time and money in this new grape, Trebbiano Spoletino. I produce two different um, kind of product one classic so 90% in steel and just a little 10% by wood by hook the new one the Riserva Trebbiano Spoletino Superiore Riserva del Cavalier Bartoloni my grandfather 2015 after three years we put on the market 12 months in a layer hook and 12 months in a bottle and now it's available for the market few few products few bottles is your grandfather still alive? no unfortunately no 95 years old in 2015 and your dad? my dad is alive but my dad have another company is he happy with what you're doing? Absolutely, yes. Does he like drinking your wines? <laughs> he may not do. He may not. Oh, my no, God. no, no. Paolo's no. wine is terrible. <laughs> I'm trying to drink some bottle when I am at home, to drink some Sicily, some Veneto. My grandfather, no, I want my product, <laughs> my wine. So what about the market? I mean, obviously you, you actually, your family connections with the Spolatino, for example, grape, you know, obviously for you that's such a big thing. How rec- receptive are people in the market when you travel around the world as you do presenting this white wine that probably many people have never ever heard of it's a very local it's a local grape in Umbria to a particular part of Umbria and you're turning up with Spolatina like what on earth are you trying to sell us I am uh, agree with you the problem uh, is the name Trebbiano in Italy is famous for a bad wine it's a dirty word yeah so you go into the market with uh, Spolatino I think it's a great name anyway you go into the market and how easy is it for you to sell now after four or five years that I produce Trebbiano Spolatino honestly uh, now now in the 16 in the 17 uh, and now in the new years I have uh, the order from uh, Hong Kong from Miami from Toronto from uh, Holland and before Zero. Is that just just to be cynical? Is that just because they want you know everybody knows Chardonnay, everyone's bored of Chardonnay and Sauvignon. I think ah, we have a white wine with a name nobody's ever heard of. Even if it tastes like shit, we're gonna ah, Spoletino, it's the new Chardonnay. Or is or they saying actually no, this is really good. 
When the people, when the importer tastes Metrebiano Spoletino, change immediately the thinking about uh, this wine. So what are the aromas? What do we, if we smell a glass of Spoletino, Metrebiano Spoletino? Uh, peach, a little bit of apricot. Uh, so yellow fruit. Uh, yellow fruit. Uh, in uh, the minerality, the acidity is very high, it's, uh, seven point uh, per liter. The final, you can smell the Helmond. And now today morning, today evening, we taste with another journalist uh, the 13 for. 14, 15, 16, 13, uh, it's amazing. When the wine ages a little bit in bottle, how do the flavours change? Do you see you have these peachy flavours when it's a very fresh young wine? After a few years in bottles, how does the peach, what is the peach, is the peach still there or does it change to something more buttery? More buttery, like for Riesling uh, hydrocarbons. The Riesling is very famous in, uh, for the for the hedging. Trebbiano Spolitino has got, it's got more body than Riesling though, doesn't it? More body, it's absolutely, got more, yes. More, more flesh? No, no, 13.5, 14 alcohol, the standard percentage of, uh, of alcohol, so uh, more shoulder, more structure. Yellow, rich, fruit. What's a good food for the Turbino Spolettino? Depends on the vintage, but we prefer in Umbria to pay with no seafood, but mushroom, truffles, pasta and truffles. So would you have like, when you say mushrooms, just mushrooms in a in padella, in a pan, or mushrooms Bet. with pasta? Both, both. Mushrooms. Or mushrooms with meat. And pasta, absolutely. But also mushroom grilled. So now the young people speak about 20 25 years would like to drink the white wine uh, before the dinner so uh, it is good also for aperitif and what about your let's talk about your reds what about your sacralantino now it's available the 12 the 12 uh, is very round approachable well because it was a warm vintage a warm vintage so tan into a rye yes absolutely today during the vertical testing uh, the nine is still young that's another whole vintage the ten, though, isn't it? The ten uh, it's same like the 12 more younger it's ready when you're selling Sagrantino is it a difficult wine to sell or have you spent years you know cultivating a, a market where people understand what when they buy a bottle of Sagrantino whether whether sending one on say in a restaurant they know exactly what Sagrantino is and what food it should go with it was and it is quite difficult to sell the Sagrantino because somebody believed that it is an undrinkable wine uh, too much tannin no now we are able together with the know-how, with the timing, timing of the harvest. So when you talk about with the know-how, what sort of technology or data are you working to to decide when to pick Sagrantino at the time when it will give you the softest tannins and the smoothest wine? What are you doing? We must wait uh, not three or four years before to sail like the legislation said us, but more, five or six is necessary. I put in the market now the 12, so after six years. And then uh, the know-how mean uh, the, time, the timing of harvest, the chemical analysis uh, of the grape and uh, in the winery. So we check and control each day, phenolic, uh, acidity, everything, the alcohol, uh, the fermentation. We follow fermentation every day. So then uh, the, we need to use the good hook, not the uh, third, fourth uses. So we need to invest this grape. So you're saying you should use more new oak rather than older wood? Is that because the new oak has more air in it? more So that there's more 
chance that the tannin it will soften the tannins like older oak is going to have less of effect an effect softening the tannins polymerizing the tannins than the new oak you know making those jagged tannins join up and make smoother chains that taste smoother in the mouth i use four different barrels mm-hmm. austria french american and italy with four different sites 225 liters 700 liters 1000 liters and 2500 liters so i have not four but eight different product from one vintages so now in my winery you can find the 15 in uh, four different barrels and four different four sizes different sizes i have uh, eight different tasting and uh, the beautiful of our job is that to produce every year different wines we can help with the hook okay but which ones are working best for you is it the larger size ones or the smaller size ones is it the, the, the origin of the oak, the French versus the American? The American give a bit more of a rough... Uh, yes, yeah. more vanilla, more chocolate. But for this reason, I have only a few, few barrels of, from America maybe 10 and so with this more varietal of a hook we can produce a different uh, style the style is the same during the year but we can follow the, the vintages and the weather i trying to do something different from the others producer we are young still young <laughs> we need to have some new idea concept of style new business of marketing what would your marketing idea for Sacrantino be About the world's most marketing I'm very I'm very poor because I'm not famous in the world you so will be if you come up with an idea on the podcast and it works <laughs> well famous. I hope that you can buy some bottles we invest in the marketing like first of all uh, in the fair so we need to go in, in Italy provine uh, and then uh, we need to move so the next Tuesday I, I will go in uh, New York city and uh, in Florida and then uh, in Washington DC to promote our wine with a wine dinner with a, in the wine shop or in the restaurant so when you're doing like wine wine dinners you're as thin as a ray but you must do lots of these dinners when you go for these dinners what food do you think is going to work best with your Sacramentino if you're in America for example is it just a classic huge steak the T-bone stick the T-bone yeah the Fiorentino the T-bone stick can be good but uh, uh, the lamb, the lamb. Why, why is lamb? Because it's sweeter tasting. You like lamb, don't you? You're smiling when you said lamb. You didn't say that when you said beef. Are you able to cook the lamb? It's not easy. Uh, not easy. Yeah. Uh, it with uh, vinegar or with the milk. Depends. Somebody like the the wild the wild boar, stew wild boar. It's perfect with the Sagrantino, but in a, it's not common in New York. In New York. <laughs> or Los Angeles. Or Los Angeles, no. no. Or, or Florida. In, in, in Tokyo. The lamb is more common. What about what about for vegetarians? I mean, everyone, or most people that I've spoken to when we talk about Sagrantino, they're always talking about dishes that go with it in the main will have some meat component. Which dish would match Sagrantino that is vegetarian? I'm not a good chef, but... Uh, Improvise. Here, the most simple uh, vegetables that we eat is the spinach, garlic, and the pepper, the chili pepper, mm-hmm. garlic, and spinach, and uh, this bitter final that can be good with the Sagrantino. That's, that's interesting. That makes sense, yeah. A lot of clients in, on, in the restaurant uh, order beef and spinach, or wild herbs can be absolutely good with uh, red wine uh, like the Sagrantino. It's a bitter vegetable. What about just a, a bowl of pasta that isn't with a meat sauce on it just a bowl of pasta either with aglio olio peperoncino so pasta with a bit of garlic and oil and uh, and chili pepper with the serantino yeah bah matriciana 
He's better. Okay, that's not quite vegetarian. That's got that's got um, pancetta, no? Uh, pancetta, was, yeah. pancetta, and uh, tomato. Also the carbonara. Uh, carbonara for the vegan. So we can use the saffron and the zucchini. And what about eggplant? Egg- aubergine. Like aubergine, which with some olive oil on top, with maybe a bit of garlic, some herbs. Yeah. You need to use uh, real olive oil. Okay. Well, <laughs> not you the have your olive oil. Yeah. I have uh, <laughs> twenty-six hectares of uh, olive trees. It, is the olive oil from where, where in Umbria is it, is it more spicy than other areas what's the what's the difference between an, an olive oil from Umbria compared to one from say Liguria which is famous for olive oil and one from Tuscany or Sicily what are the differences and Puglia Puglia maybe is the, the stronger yeah. spicy in Umbria is quite a bit because we have the, the our indigenous varietal Moraiolo Moraiolo in Umbria Coratina in Puglia and this is the two most polyphenols olive grape in the world. So does that make them, that quotes, the healthiest? Because they have these polyphenols. Yeah. The producers of uh, olive oil uh, produce a little niche of uh, Moraiolo, but the most common product is the blend. Moraiolo, Lecino and Frantoio. What does the Moraiolo give? Is it very spicy or...? Yeah, spicy, but can be good with a vegetable, with a salad, with a stick. Moraiolo in pure is better. So what about just brus- if you just had a glass of Sagrantino? I like having a glass of red wine sometimes just with like a bruschetta, so a bit of toasted bread with some olive oil on, possibly a tiny bit of garlic. Is Sagrantino good for that? But you add... The- you just say yes. Just say, you just say all these yes, 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 anything but you know, sagrantina with a huge, great steak. You know, that's what everyone says. Is it oh, steak, 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 steak? No, no, uh, only steak. No, no, <laughs> I tell you, with the stew, lamb. Uh, Whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's, still, still, that's not vegetarian though is it? vegetarian <laughs> yes absolutely no no the bruschetta without garlic yeah better okay just oil yeah just oil. more oil, oil and salt umbrian oil and a bit of salt yeah yeah why not very simple go to taste why not the grilled vegetables on the fire not zucchini but uh, Mushroom, yeah, mushrooms, yeah. Uh, what kind of what are the, the mushrooms you get? Obviously, Umbria is quite a, the green heart of Italy, so it's, it's got wonderful forests, so it does get rainfall. What are the mushrooms like that come from the forest? What kind of mushrooms do you get? Do you get very small ones or the, very big the ones? The classic porcini, but also the nice uh, mani, manine, uh, like, uh, the, like, a hand. like the hand on the fire become black, black with uh, olive oil and salt, it's fantastic. With this uh, bitter, final bitter uh, smell, it's fantastic with the Salentino. Yeah, okay, so you're at um, Lecimate. What is your overall production? 80,000 bottles. In everything? Yes, Salentino. Tobiano Spoletino. Tobiano Spoletino, the rosé with the Salentino. You make a Salentino rosé? Yeah. So you, that's a bled style, yeah? You make a white Sagrantino. White, we produce the Rosé Sagrantino from Sagrantino 100% and we harvest one month before the classic harvest in October. So we start in 15 September and we put immediately in the chiller tube, two degrees of temperature and two hours in the press machine. So it's very, very lightly pink. Light pink, yes. And, uh, and do you ferment that dry? Is it dry? It's dry, but depends. Uh, depend of, um, of the vintage. The, the, the 16 now is available on the market. Uh, it's fantastic for aperitif. Uh, it's very drinkable. 13 alcohol, so not 15 like for the red. It's very uh, 
approachable for uh, to start the dishes. Does it, does it taste tannic though? I know that's a stupid question, but but you obviously got a very tannic grape, and the sensation is that anything that has the word Sagrantino anywhere near it will taste tannic and and and, and tough. Is the what is the rosé? Is it a very refreshing, easy uh, fruit? With two hours on the skin, yes, yeah. it's very very simple with a less tannin. You can drink uh, with the grilled fish or uh, to start uh, appetizer it's very nice the 16 what does what does it smell of though the rosé often rosés don't have a lot of smell strawberry cherry red fruit absolutely but uh, more strawberry and cherry yeah, yeah. okay so basically leche mate so you um, it was a religious site it was a church, yeah, yeah. church site, and now we're talking about rosé. We don't have the church, unfortunately, in, my, in the winery. That's okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk about the pasito. How do you make your pasito? My pasito, I believe, is very versatile. You can start with uh, some cheese, and you can uh, drink at, at the end of the meal. So how sweet is it, then, this pasito? My pasito has 14.5 alcohol, 105 grams per liter of sugar, nice acid. Acidity. So the, the, the combination between acidity, alcohol and tannin, uh, I believe it, it's good. Is that very popular in Florida, that one? Not very popular, but prefer maybe the white version like Pantelleria, Pasito... In our winery, it's very few. We produce, my winery produces 1,300 bottles. Maybe altogether 40,000 bottles altogether. So, it's what nothing. would you drink the pasito with you personally? At I, the end of a I prefer at the end, like in French, with the cheese. So, at the end of the meal? At the end of the meal, with the cheese. Or with a 70% dark chocolate. Really? From Perugia? Well, not necessarily. Yeah. It's famous for chocolate, <laughs> From just up the road, isn't it? From Ecuador too, mm. but Perugia, yes, of course, the Perugina, 70-75% of cacao. dark chocolate, cacao. Paolo Bartoloni, thanks very much for telling us today about Le Cimate, a winery in Umbria with a very long history, a religious history, and now you are an evangelist for Sagrentino <laughs> oh, I hope. and Spoletino all over the world. Nice to see you. Thank you very much, Monte. Thank you. Grazie. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram.